Hi, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals. And I am in the truck riding around town. Um, I'm actually on my way to the post office. So I thought I would snuggle in with you guys and have a little chit chat about what's happening today. Um, you know, I was thinking about what would be a good topic for today's podcast. And I went through a few things in my mind and I thought, you know what? I think, oh, is that a cat? No, it's not a cat. All right. Everything's fine. All right. And um, I thought with everything going on today and, uh, you know, craziness of the world and gas prices high and all this kind of stuff, I thought, where's the fun in that? We got to, we got to look for it. Sometimes we got to look a little deeper And sometimes it's very easy to get scattered or overwhelmed by everything else in life. And uh, that can sometimes dribble into our art. Sometimes it can muss with our heads. Sometimes it can make us feel frazzled when we sit down to create something. Because we have all these little other things going on in our mind that are nibbling away at our creative imaginative, imaginative, imaginative space that's going on in our head. And, um, but maybe that means crafting is more important than ever. Maybe it is that moment in time or that place where maybe you're not perfectly relaxed or organized, or maybe you don't have all the right stuff, um, but you can still create. And there's such a blessing in that. And I have to admit, I I had an overwhelming experience. Um, I was looking at the Facebook group uh, challenge this week, or actually last week's challenge. Um, I do a little weekly challenge. Uh, I have I call it the one, two, two, three, go challenge. And I just basically say three things and I just let people have at it. And uh, it's open to anybody who wants to join my Facebook group. You're all welcome. But... I just gave them topics and it was really interesting. I think it was unicorn feather and waves and to see how people really used their imagination and created things differently. It was mind boggling. It was astounding. Um, Nobody had to have a unicorn. Um, I mean, so many people drew one. I was so surprised and, um, or they created one or they stenciled one or they found one on a greeting card or they printed one out. I mean, they they just, I mean, it was amazing how they created something with, with, when they didn't have one and they didn't let the fact that they didn't have one stop them, which I think is where truly the magic of the crafter, the creator lives. You know, I think that's just amazing. Or if you had one, where did you take it from there? That's simply a launching pad. Then you just go for it and have fun. You know, I mean, there's no more or less greater than or less than if you're using a particular supply. Um, There's nothing that makes you more creative because you happen to have a unicorn or you don't have a unicorn. It's just where your mind takes you. And um, people really had a lot of fun. I was just so impressed as I'm looking at, at what they created. And, and people post pictures of what they created. It's in the guides section. It's kind of a funny name for the sections. But, yep, there's a guides section. And that's where the uh, weekly uh, challenges are, are posted. And people can post pictures there. You can actually post them in the regular Facebook group. It's, it doesn't matter. It's all good. It's all inspiration. And, um, yeah outrageously mind-boggling, jaw-dropping. I was like, oh my gosh. And sometimes 
when we don't have supplies and we create from our mind and our imagination or from our hands or we ask ourselves to draw something oh brain oh creative brain please produce something wonderful from these fingers today let me draw a unicorn this unicorn was born it did not exist before this moment but there it is and uh, that just that just tickles me pink I don't know I just think that's amazing um, <laughs> so uh, yes and it's it's I don't know it's just these days and these times we just got to even get more creative and more resourceful and more imaginative because you know what sometimes when you only have a pencil and paper and a pair of scissors and maybe a little dollop of glue the world is truly our oyster sometimes we feel like oh geez I don't, I don't have enough to play with yes you do yes yes you do and uh, that's when you go inside and you pull it out from the inside but you're saying Pam I can't do that I, I don't draw I'm not a draw I, I'm not I cannot put pen to paper pencil to paper I like to use pictures I like to cut out that is awesome that is your special place and that is where you feel enriched and that is beautiful and honor that in yourself you don't have to be able to draw you don't have to be able to sew you don't have to be able to quilt you don't have to be able to crochet I throw myself in a lot of these <laughs> categories you can still have fun and that's even more important right now so if stuff's getting to you if you feel the world is hanging over your head if you feel like it's just too much to handle craft harder craft more craft deeper craft more richly um, this is the time to go within and pull on those little tendrils on those little strings of those things that beckon you to create something and sometimes all, all you need is a little nudge in a direction and that may come from a challenge that may come from a YouTube video that may come from looking through a book it may come from nature it may come from a conversation with your grandson it may come from this is what you do you're a crafter and you create and um, uh, I don't know I just think it's a, a, a beautiful way to freely pour what is inside of you and release it and I really do think of these little creations as things that are being born because um, they had no existence before you came along and you breathe you literally breathe life into them okay you're a little bit like dr. Frankenstein yes okay we take these vestigial parts of things that had no purpose no function that we can understand and we pull them together and we create something from nothing and that's where the passion lives that's where the fire lives so never judge what the end result will be um, based on the feeling you have when you first sit down to craft because sometimes you can feel like I got nothing I got nothing today it's gonna be a you know a dry a dry zone today and by the end of the experience you'll you'll actually feel like something else crafted it for you it's the strangest feeling when you really get into the zone when you really get into that free flow um, it's almost like I know it sounds kind of funky and out there but it's almost like something t takes over your hands and it just starts doing it there's a completely different feeling when you're creating um, based on what I call the factory experience where you're just creating a bunch of things because you gotta you know what I mean or you think you gotta um, versus delving into the free flow and um, just letting your mind create I heard a lot of crafters express this 
Um, as I watched YouTube videos over the years, sometimes they say they will, especially if they make things for, for sale, they say sometimes I just had to not record this, not do a video. I just needed to be by myself with myself <clears throat> and just create because the brain goes to a different place when you are speaking or thinking or educating or um, directing your thoughts or somebody else's thoughts possibly to a certain area. In other words, you have divided purpose. If you have singular purpose where you're just alone with your thoughts, I mean, it can be a crazy place, <laughs> but it can also be a very magical place and amazing things can come out of that. So for all you folks who are doing YouTube videos and things like that, it's okay to give yourself the opportunity just to turn the camera off and just play with your papers again, where there's no pressure and there's no have to, and there's no, oh my God, I got to create, you know, um, something so amazing that's never been created before. Or I got to come up with a hundred million techniques that nobody's ever seen before. Maybe you don't. Maybe this is just your opportunity to play with your papers and you can turn everything off and just relax into it. I love to do that. I feel it's a, it's a completely different space. It's a completely different, it's almost like cleaning out the shelves of the imaginative mind. Yep. It's like you need to go in with a hard hat on with a flood lamp on the front of it and you need to go, okay, what do we got in here? We got any ideas left? What's that you in the corner that under the dust bunnies? Come over here. And, um, metaphorically speaking, um, yes, there are things that will come out of you when you are left undisturbed. There are things that will come out of you when you are alone. There are things that will come out of you when there's no music on. There are things that will come out of you when there's different music on. Try crafting with different music. Try putting on some flamenco music or Italian cafe music or um, some Viking music or, you know, like medieval tavern music. Oh, there's nothing more fun than medieval tavern music. Um, Give yourself the opportunity to experience these different things. So um, you might find you tap into different resources that you never knew you had. And they've been in there all the time, in the dark corners, in the recesses of your mind, in those little imaginative spaces. But sometimes they need to come out quietly. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a totally beautiful thing. Um, Sometimes nothing will come out, and that's okay, too. Don't be too hard on yourself. No, we're going to take it easy. And uh, that's the way uh, amazing creations can come. So, And that's the way regular, everyday creations can come. And sometimes that's the beauty. It's just a regular, everyday creation. Yeah, so I... Okay, I just dropped off my stuff at the post office. And... Um, you know, sometimes these talks don't really go as planned. I tend to, uh, um, I have a fly in here with me. Hello. We'll open the window, see if you, you can get out. Okay, there you go. You, it's up to you now, fly. You are on your own. You know, destiny is yours. Take it or leave it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, sometimes we go off on tangents here, but you know, that's okay because, um, that's all part of the creative experience, isn't it? Yeah, we, uh, we like the feeling of being unbridled. Yes, where we can have some control over our universe. You know, it may be small, it may be minuscule. Where's my sunglasses? 
It may be, um, okay, did you get out fly? Let's see. Uh, or it may be massive. And that's kind of the fun adventure of it all. So, yeah, I've got itchy creative feet today. I can't wait to get back to the craft room and do some creating. I hope you're having fun today, whatever you are doing. Um, and remember, even if it doesn't come out like a Rembrandt, it's, a, it's still good because you can't help but learn something in the process. That's the thing about creating. You are always learning something. You're going to learn how multiple colors added together make brown or gray. That's a learning experience. There's value in that. Um, you're also going to learn that there's value to brown and gray because sometimes you need brown and gray in order to maybe grunge or mute or dilute or make something look earthy or uh, rustic or primitive or natural. Um, everything can be used. Um, I think about, you know, I save a lot of scraps. I always see the possibility in scraps, and I keep thinking, oh, I could make so many cute things out of that. But, um, you know, these little creative fingers, they can only work so quickly. <laughs> and uh, so I keep saving my scraps, and I end up with big bags of scraps, and I have high hopes. I have such high hopes for those scraps. And sometimes I'll just go through a whole pile of them, and it seems like I'm, it's, I'm a creating frenzy at that moment. I'm just, like, cranking out these clusters or these altered paper clips or whatever it is, you name it. And it seems like I barely made a dent in my scraps. Does that happen to anybody else? I mean, scraps have scrap babies, don't they? They just like have little families in there and there's more scraps. And you make something, even with the smallest amount of something, and you've got another piece of scrap left over because it, you know, you clipped off a piece and there you go. Um, yes, it's, it's a subtle balancing act, you know, to maintain sanity in your household and in your brain <laughs> and I don't know where the line is everybody's got a different line but um, whatever feels right or good to you and don't ever feel bad about throwing out something it's okay it's okay to dispose and let go of things because sometimes um, you need to do that in order to welcome in the new or you need to do that just to settle your head or settle your heart or be grateful for what you have and um, um, it's amazing how much the creative process trickles into everyday, everyday experience. I mean, maybe you're walking through the grocery store and you're going through the produce section and you're inhaling the smells, the rich smells of the apples and the lemons and the, and the uh, you know, the tomatoes. Tomatoes have a smell, don't they? If you really smell a tomato. Um, and that can tap into your creative brain and your creative imagination and you can pull in the rich reds from the apples and the tomatoes and the vibrant orange and the lemons and you can pull that into your artwork and you sometimes don't even realize that you're accessing that when you're those those memories those um, deep trigger points uh, they say that the sense they say these great people they say they say that the sense of smell um, is the strongest recollection we have I mean, if, with the average person, um, and probably before COVID, <laughs> but uh, um, the sense of smell, it anchors. Like you can walk into a kitchen and smell something. You're like, huh, 
that smells like my mother's pierogies or something like that. You know, it'll just bring back this rush of a memory. Um, it can be a good smell. It can be a bad smell. It doesn't matter. But smells can also like uh, have other things wrapped around them, like uh, color and texture and things like that. So if you associate the smell of tomatoes or apples or lemons or oranges with the color orange or that rich, beautiful essential oil smell of an orange or a lemon, um, that creates character or quality. It layers um, upon layers different richness to your experience. And you may not even be aware of it, but it's there. It's going on the entire time. And then the next time you sit down to do your art, all of a sudden, you're working with orange and maybe you don't normally work with orange or maybe you don't normally work with purple but you had a great moment with a grape earlier that day so you never know what's going to tickle your own fancy or where it came from or where it started but um, we all have these little triggers these little anchors and we all have memory and recall and um, they evoke different feelings Um, Let's talk about purple. I mean, you know, we haven't had a good talk about purple lately. Uh, Purple. Purple, what does that mean to you? Is it a grape? Is it the color of royalty? Is it the color of magic? Is it the color of a chakra? Is it the color of, you know, who who knows what you think of when you think of purple? Do you think of, you know, um, fantasy and uh, medieval times or unicorns or, um, I'm trying to think of what purple makes me think of. And... um, it can mean so many things to so many people in different ways. But, um, yeah, if you don't know what to do, think of a color and ask yourself, what does it make you think of? And sometimes through that, you can start your imaginative, rusty wheels turning, and you just lubricate them with a little bit of purple, little thoughts of purple. Where do I experience purple? What, how does purple make me feel? Do I instantly feel good? Am I drawn to purple? Or do I think, no, 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 purple is just, it's too, it's too out there. It's just not me. Or purple is for children. Purple was everybody's favorite color, you know, beside pink growing up. You are either pink or purple. And uh, um, so it reminds me of being a kid and I'm a grown up now, so it's too infantile. I, don't, I do not want to think of this purple. Um, <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny where we all go in our head. Um, uh, I have a cousin who had an aversion to peach. She goes, oh, no, not peach, never peach. And I found myself not ever, like, buying, like, the color peach in clothing again because of what she said. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, I, I enjoy peach. I, I like that color, that softness, you know, that there's a softness there in, in um, peach. And um, um, so I welcomed peach back into my, my color portfolio. You know, it's the strangest things we do with... Uh, um, adding or excluding things from our lives. Um, I think it's important to ask yourself why. Why do I feel that way? And it's okay. If you don't want to hang out with purple, that's perfectly fine. You don't have to have purple. There are lots of colors and shades of colors, gradients of colors and things like that. And uh, do what makes your heart sing. Do what puts a skip in your beat, but be open to what you don't know you don't know. I mean, I think that's probably the biggest thing in life. Um, Yeah, I think just we tend to do the familiar, do the easy, do the um, uh, thing that we're good at. And uh, I want to challenge you or welcome you or um, offer to you um, the possibility of trying to do a few things that you're not so good at, you know. 
Um, things may come out wonky. They might come out all goofy looking and awkward. Um, but in there, that's where the learning is. That on that little, that little biting, cutting edge where you just feel like you're out of your comfort zone, where you're, you're thinking that things are a little bit, oh, I'm on unsteady ground here. That's a good place to be. It's a good place to spend some time because um, a, lot, a lot of learning comes out of that place. Um, doesn't have to be scary. It can just be paper. Maybe you're just playing with the paper today and you're just going to try something just a little bit different, just a little bit out there. And um, that's a good feeling. And uh, just throw away your expectations. I, I think that's the biggest gift you can give yourself. Throw away your expectations when you're trying something new and just have at it. You know what I mean? Just roll up those sleeves and have at it and have some fun. Yeah. And, um, Hey, you know, okay, I did just go see the Top Gun movie, so this is running through my mind. Um, not giving away any of the plot, so don't worry. But, um, you know, there's this one point where uh, uh, Tom says, don't think, just do. And uh, I think that's a good little line to keep close to your heart. Um, don't think, just do. Have some fun. Go for it. Have some play. Uh, get down there with your papers and have some serious fun today. So I hope you're all doing well. Don't forget, um, during the month of June, um, anybody who purchases a fundal, which is a collection of old ephemera, old and interesting papers, um, unique book pages, hand-dyed papers, and a whole plethora of other fun things, 100 pieces plus, um, to play with in your junk journals if you like the feel and the texture and the crunch of different kinds of papers. Um, yeah. You're going to get a um, automatically a free uh, Flowers Legend Digi Kit. It's a beautiful collection of old illustrations. Um, they're gorgeous. They're extremely old. Um, they're, and this will not be offered for sale in my Etsy shop. Uh, it's a very unique collection, and I want to add it just for the fundal purchases for June. So if uh, you've been thinking about a fundal, this may be your uh time to do that um but either way just make sure you have fun and carry on and oh if you haven't signed up for my free monthly emailed newsletter make sure you do why would you want to do that why why because you get a free digital image emailed to you every month along with which you can use in your artwork any way you like and um yes you can make things to sell with it that is fine and um you also get a note from the bookmaker, which is a checklist, oh, no, sorry, which is a, um, a little note that I put in the beginning of junk journals, which explains how to use a junk journal or ideas uh, with which to uh, play in your junk journal. And it's a fun thing to uh, inspire people when you're giving them a junk journal. And also, um, you get a checklist of supplies, note from the bookmaker, I said that, and uh, page list ideas, uh, journal, junk journal tips, updates from me, and peeks at DigiKits coming out, and uh, so there you go. So everybody have lots of fun today. I made it back home safe and sound, and uh, I'm going to upload this podcast, so take care everyone. Happy crafting. Bye-bye. <laughs>